Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone. Welcome on this beautiful winter solstice day. And we're going to be talking about light and dark. And just to represent that, I've got light coming naturally into me. So what a great way to begin this process. <laughs> so Margaret, hello. And I'm thrilled. It's so synchronous and so mystical, really, that we are sitting here with each other to talk about the winter solstice and a very special year that has so much significance, which we'll delve into. Um, I want to begin, though, by just introducing this winter solstice and really what that's meant for centuries uh, on this earth. And the solstice, the winter solstice is really symbolic of the death and rebirth of the sun. And so it, it just encapsulates this beauty, uh, this transitional point from going from dark days, so longer uh, or less sun during the days, longer nights, into a point where we begin to see light coming in for longer periods of our day until we again reach a transitional point on June 21st. And so it represents this beauty of moving from into winter and then back into spring. And I want to talk for a minute about winter because a few broadcasts ago, we talked a bit about the water from the Chinese five element, element model, the water element, which corresponds to the winter season. And a part of the water element is the kidney and bladder and very much about flow, about control or no control, about fear, about um, really filtering uh, the kidneys filter our blood. It's about filtering information and um, using what we learn from that to create something new and maybe let go of control. And so it requires introspection and requires us to rest, to nurture ourselves, our body, our mind, our spirit. Um, and the winter solstice just highlights this in such a beautiful way, because it really is about rebirth and renewal. And as we move into more discussion about uh, the winter solstice, I just want to have people understand that there's a beautiful correlation with one of our energy bodies called the chakras, and it's specifically the crown chakra, which sits on the crown of the head and projects up. And the crown chakra is actually, if there was a mantra that represented that, the mantra would be, I am. So it's about discovering the fullness of who we are, not just in a mental way, but very, very much in a spiritual way, in all ways, and embracing the truth of that with love and gratitude rather than uh, criticism. So it's this rich process that we go through and it's important to open to so that we can understand ourselves more fully and bring about our own light when there's darkness. And so that's how the winter solstice is tied to the Chinese five element of water and to an energy field called the crown chakra that we all have. So this is fascinating to me 
Marge, because as I'm listening to that, I'm, I'm recognizing that um, the teaching that, that you're providing is you know, ha having the uh, having it be tied to the crown chakra and to the water element, is is it's different than you know how I would look at it on uh, the medicine wheel or or in astrology because the Capricorn uh, solstice or, or the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere is is happening. The sun has moved into. Capricorn, right? It's at, at the zero and one degrees of Capricorn, which is an earth sign. And so it's like, it's like um, in the Northern hemisphere, it's everything coming down into the roots. And so I like, I like the alignment there. It's like looking at the, the crowns of the trees where everything has dropped everything all of the leaves of the the trees have have dropped and the energy has moved down into the roots and and it reminds me of the of the teaching you know teachings that i've received from various places around how um you know the wheel is always spinning right we're we're moving all on this wheel and all of the interpretations are correct and so for instance we are we're entering the winter solstice but the other side of the planet is entering the summer solstice right and so so wherever we are on the wheel we may be looking at it from from these different elements but if we take the teaching of of the winter solstice because that's where we are right in the northern hemisphere and we like you said we we have been being uh drawn into the darkness being drawn you know with these uh with today and tonight being the longest night of the year and the shortest day and then returning into the light as we move forward we are drawn into that depth of introspection into the um you know kind of sometimes a very uncomfortable <laughs> uh inward turning that that is required of us in in the winter time you know we're uh, just like every other being on the planet we are in the in the winter time, there is a need to withdraw our energies from the outer world and bring it into the inner world, so that we can, in a sense, rebirth the sun inside of our own being, and and allow that light to gestate and to grow over time. I I love that, and it makes me think of. Um this quote that I, I wanted to read this idea about, about a river and, and um, it's called um, being immersed in the river. And so being immersed in the river and it's the river of consciousness uh, is our, it allows our perspective to shift dramatically. And so when we fall into the river, we merge with the water, with the river and shift from observation 
to experience mm. and versus staying on the riverbank and just watching and looking at the river and saying, oh, look at the river and it does this and it does that. Isn't that interesting? So it's a very intellect intellectual kind of exercise but being in the river it's an experience you feel the river you feel it pulling you from it's it's taking you along this pathway and that really is the mythical realm because now we we understand it from a whole different perspective right and we don't want to stay in the river we want to get back to the bank and look at it and revisit it from the intellectual you know, from the intellect, so that we have a mental understanding, while remembering the actual experience and how that felt and how I had to let go, because to fight it was just too exhausting, and it's carrying me in a certain direction. So I love this idea of being immersed in the river and what that contributes to this idea that we're talking about, where we really um, visit our own where the river is carrying us experientially. And what do we draw from our, our, our mental faculties, from our wisdom? And in fact, the crown chakra has a couple of uh, archetypes associated with it, a dysfunctional archetype, which is the egoist, okay? It's the egoist, which is really it being in resistance to developing a spiritual awareness, uh, maybe over-intellectualizing, and certainly self-gratification. So the, so the narcissistic kind of energy can come in here. The functional archetype of crown chakra is the, uh, it's the guru, because the guru um, is really the highest level of responsibility, um, not necessarily to ourself, but to ourself and others within community as well as individually. And then also it's our highest level of vitality and empowerment. Mm-hmm. And the shadow, so I, with, I've got to talk about the shadow if we're going to talk about these two different dancing, you know, behavioral aspects of crown chakra, because the shadow of the crown is attachment. And we can be attached, as everyone on this call knows, we can be attached to people but we can be attached to our own belief systems. We can be attached to, um, you know, the way we see the world. We can be attached to ideas about the world. We can be attached to our political agendas. We can be attached to so many things. And um, if we have too much attachment, then that creates a closed-mindedness. So we want to remain open so that the river can, you know, flow us along this pathway. That's beautiful. There's, there's several things that I, um, that I was uh, becoming aware of as you were talking about that. And, and one of them was uh, having to do with the guru, guru archetype archetype. And I want to, um, Kind of address that a little bit as we talk, as I talk about um, the astrological significance of this particular winter solstice, um, mm-hmm. and and so this uh, today is uh, called the Great Conjunction, and it is the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter uh, at 
at zero and one degrees of Aquarius. And this, the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction happens every uh, 20 years. Uh, they call this a, the great conjunction because it's the closest observable conjunction uh, since medieval times. There, there will be another close one uh, in 2080, but this is the closest one for, for uh, many, many years. So, and, and it is ushering in a, a, a time of the conjunctions, the 20 year conjunctions of Saturn and Jupiter in air signs, which um, has, it's ushering in an 800 year cycle of, of you know, the beginning of a, a new cycle in air signs. And, and that, that will go on for the next 200 years where we'll have the conjunctions in air signs. So that hasn't happened for 200 years. So several, several things that are happening. Well, why does that remind me of the guru archetype is that that is one of the archetypes of Jupiter. Okay, and so Saturn and Jupiter together, anytime they're in conjunction, we have the structures of Saturn, right? Saturn is all about our structures and our systems and, and how we, our boundaries and our limitations and how we operate in with those and, and how those work for us and what works in those systems and what doesn't works work. Uh, uh, Jupiter is about uh, the higher consciousness, our expansion, our, um, our luck, our abundance, our, you know, at, and, and how we, um, how we expand into higher consciousness. And so, so the two of those together are doing always doing this dance of of Jupiter saying, let's expand this, let's expand into the higher realms, let's, let's um, make it more abundant. And, and Saturn is saying, okay, but let's look at actually what has already set up and what works about it and what doesn't, and let's make changes. So I'm, I'm noticing that we're um, about at a break time. So I'd like to um, go a little bit farther into this when we come back, if that works for you, Marge. That sounds great. Okay, so let's uh, take a break now. We're listening to Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? 
Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, everyone, to Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network. We're talking about the winter solstice today and having a stimulating conversation with lots of wonderful ideas and, and uh, about the special event that it is this year. And I want to welcome Jack. And um, actually, she had a comment that I'd like to read. Uh, referring to what we were speaking about a little bit ago about this idea of standing on the riverbank and analyzing the river versus getting in the river and flowing with the river, feeling it, knowing what that experience gives you, what, it, what wisdom that offers. And Jack said, reminds me of a story of a woman needing to cross the river. She was told to let the water guide her across. A stone appeared, which is Capricorn, be the river revealed uh, be the river revealed the path. So it's about, you know, Capricorn was helpful in talking about this experiential thing of the river and really feeling that being the river and that that will, will um, show the path, show the way. So Margaret, um, we were getting into this idea of Jupiter and its ability to expand things. And I want to remind listeners that we are either in contraction or we are in expansion. We are either ourselves are either thriving or they're dying. You know, it, that's the existence in the universe. And so um, I like to think about this Jupiter energy of expansion. I think we're all ready to expand. It feels like 2020 was a, a contractual year, right? And here we are on the brink of 2021 where there's going to be so much expansive energy and it's such an opportunity for all of us to visit what we can expand in our own lives in every aspect of our living. Yeah, I think that that's, that's really true. And you know, Jupiter is, is working to expand whatever area of the astrological chart that it's, that it's in and in in Capricorn, both Saturn and Jupiter were, um, you know, uh, sort of in concert with Pluto and and uh, making, asking things to transform, asking things to break down, asking things that aren't working to, you know, Saturn like it does. It wants things that don't work to be broken down and so that new structures can come in. And Capricorn is all about, you know, is, is, our, um, is our, our governments, our systems, our, our structures, our businesses, things like that. And, and, you know, it's been a 
obviously been a very, very intense year this year of those, those kinds of energies uh, being expanded and those kinds of energies being um, broken down uh, through that Saturn and Jupiter working together with Pluto. Well, thankfully, <laughs> on in one aspect i mean I, I think it's all all of it is is very necessary and and very beautiful all of the different energies that that we're talking about and um before i go into that i you know i just want to say also is that when we look at planetary energies or when we look at archetypal energies or or um symbology in any any way shape or form we're we're really we really are speaking the language of the mystic at that point, right? Because these are the things, you know, these, can you, can you, um, is it concrete? Can you prove it? Can you, you know, no, it's, this is, this is how we expand our consciousness and uh, open ourselves to new ideas is by, by, taking in and embodying archetypal energies as they're being shown to us. And that's sort of the journey of a mystic is, is to, to, you know, activate, yeah, to activate those energies from within ourselves. And so that's what really we're inviting you to do with this, you know, with these awarenesses around this particular day, this solstice energy for one thing, and then the the conjunction of of Jupiter and Saturn at the first degree of Aquarius. Well, okay, so Jupiter and Saturn have been in Capricorn. Now they're moving into a. They've moved into Aquarius. Ah. They're, yeah, in, yeah. They're, they're in an air sign. So it's a, a ah, it's a breath of, of fresh air. Aquarius asks us to look at um, things from a higher perspective, from higher consciousness, from uh, the, you know, what we can do as a collective, how we can bring things, uh, bring uh, humanity into a new future, how we can construct those things. And uh, Saturn work and Jupiter both work very well in Aquarius. And they are, but they're still going to do, Saturn's still going to do its work of, hey, let's look at what is working and, and build upon what is working and get rid of what is not working and, and allow the room for the new to come in, right? And, and Jupiter says, yes, let's do that. And let's do it in, uh, uh, in a way that brings, that expands our consciousness and allows us to grow and change in a, a humanitarian way. They're both, both of those energies are extremely, um, concerned with, with the collective, you know, inspiring from the individual and uplifting the individual as they um, contribute to the whole, as they contribute to society. So that's... I love that, Margaret, because, you know, the um, this, this idea of looking at things in symbolism, right? Beginning to have the mystic vision. And Carolyn Mace uh, mentions symbolic sight. I read a lot about um, 
symbolic site and what she had to say about that. And as I learned on my journey of learning about the energy fields, I started to really see and understand how we can embrace this symbolic site to help us understand, to help us relate our experience to find the wisdom, exactly what you're saying. And, um, and it's through the, the energy fields, I believe, and through astrology, of course, and there are a million other ways, through nature, that we are able to embrace this symbolic site in order to expand our awareness, expand our perceptions, and again, move to this uh, idea of the guru, right? Moving away from the egoist to the guru, where we can just get bigger in our existence from just a mere human <laughs> to this spirit that is connected to so many things in this higher consciousness. And um, I want to just mention too that with, just to bring it back to the body for one second, the crown chakra actually the two meridians associated with the crown chakra are central and governing. Now, central vessel I talked about before as well, and that's the channel of energy that goes from uh, the crotch actually up to right here on the chin below our lower lip, and it energizes the brain. So there's a real close association with actually the cerebral cortex. Now, part of the cortex is the frontal cortex. This is the part of our brain where we do our highest thinking. In other words, we are able to make decisions and make choices that are not only for the good of ourselves, but also for the good of others. So again, we, we see if we have a, a very integrated and functional brain and we're fully accessing this frontal cortex, then we are literally able to make decisions and to evaluate situations, not just from the egoist perspective, not just from the perspective of self only, but to take into account now, how is this going to affect and uh, this person, that person, or this society, or this country, or it takes us well beyond our limited life and connects us with the world and, and all of our existence, the universe, et cetera. Yeah, it, and and as you were saying that, I was I was thinking that's exactly what um, uh, the ideas of the theory you I, um, I, that I introduced um, on a show quite a while ago about you know moving out of the ego ego system awareness into eco system awareness where everything is taken into account and and so this is exactly what you what you were describing there is exactly how the the energies of saturn and jupiter in aquarius want to work together and the 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 warning here there is a warning there here and that is that the expansion and the and that that the visionary is able to see um the other point of view like not just its own vision but the vision that includes all of humanity right and and yeah. Because, because Aquarius can get really attached to its own vision and its own idea about things. Um, Saturn can get really attached to its own <laughs> vision, right? And, and Jupiter can as well. So, but together it says, let's, let's look at the big picture and 
and actually see what works and, and, and bringing the frontal cortex. And then, so that would be the third eye area as well. Right. That, and that, so the visionary area mm -hmm. and, and allowing our larger visions to unfold. And, and I also wanted to talk a little bit more about, you know, can our connection to nature, but this is primary when we're talking about anything having to do with um, the change of the seasons, when we're talking about winter solstice in particular, and, and ways for us to um, really activate the, the beneficial energies of that, we have to think about what nature is doing and yeah. how we're connected to that and, and how, um, how by going inwards, uh, how by really, really going deep within, we are activating that energy of the crown and we are activating the energy of, you know, the light coming into the world. Uh, it's just a, a to me, it's such a, a beautiful reminder always, you know, the change of the seasons is always a beautiful reminder of our um, need and just the fact that we are a part of, of nature, that we're not separate from it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there is um room for a break here now <laughs> that, that went so fast i can't believe it that that's a break but so you're listening to mystic margaritas and i'm margaret miller with marge bowen on inspired choices network and we'll be back in just a minute have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. You've joined Mystic Margaritas on Inspire Choices Network, and I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller, and we are having an amazing discussion today about winter solstice. Sol I always want to put a T after the <laughs> winter solstice and the crown chakra and the relationships between those. Um, I just want to make mention that um, I talk a lot about the chakras because I work with them extensively. I'm a neuroenergy kinesiologist. And so I use muscle testing and assess where imbalance exists 
in the body, in the mind, in the brain, and in the energy fields. And um, you can find more information about my skills and my work on margebowen.com. Margaret, before we left on break, um, we were getting into a really interesting discussion about the richness of going in and what that means and connecting that to nature because we are nature, of course, we're, we're a part of nature. Um, I want to actually quote John Kabat-Zinn for a second because he wrote about mindfulness. He's all about mindfulness. And I love what he wrote here. And, and it kind of speaks to what we've been talking about in terms of inner reflection. And what he said is this, mindfulness has to do with examining who we are with questioning our view of the world and our place in it, and with cultivating some appreciation for the fullness of each moment we are alive. Most of all, it has to do with being in touch. And I feel, and I feel like Margaret, when you talk about, of course, all of the beautiful symbolism of astrology, and we relate that to the chakras and create that, help listeners create that symbolic site that we really are attempting to be in touch, right? That's what it's all about is how are we in touch and what does that mean to be in touch? And how can we get beyond this ego self and view ourselves in the world in a different way? And um, so that we can capture and really embrace the joy of every single moment of living. Mm -hmm. What do you think mm -hmm. of that? So it wash over you, let yeah. it wash over you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so so uh, in that moment, what, what just happened for me is I, I remind, I was thinking about the water at, you know, talking about winter and the water. And I thought of, um, I don't know where this quote comes from, but I used to use it all the time. And it says, when in deep water, become a diver. <laughs> and so, yeah, so really, really diving in to the depths of our being. And, and so I, really wanted to um, just acknowledge that like this is, you know, in, in the work that I do in the world, um, what I'm really wanting to uh, help people to do, you know, through my coaching work, through uh, the astrology and symbology, through, through all of the different uh, modalities that I utilize is for people to, um, you know, really know themselves, to know their archetypes, to know what it is that resonates deeply within their being. And, and when, we, when we are mindful or when we take the time to go inward, and I really, rec really highly recommend for people to take time today or this evening to go inwards, you know, do a, a light some candles when it gets dark and, and go into a, a meditation or a, a guided visualization or something that allows you to, to really tap in inward. Right. And, um, yeah, and, it, and to dive uh, deep into that, go ahead. 
No, I love that. And, and I just want to say, hi, Wendy, welcome. Um, I drew two cards. Now these cards don't have verbiage with them. They, it's, it's, it's sacred uh, symbols is what they are. That's the deck. The deck is sacred symbols. And so it's a symbol. And the first one, the two popped out. I'm shuffling the cards, two popped out. And so that's what I went with, of course. And they were perfect because the first one is called the pause. And this is what it looks like. And isn't it interesting because it's so much darkness in that, right? With a little bit of light. And then the next one is prime source. Now look at this one. Isn't that amazing? So you've got all the, the symbol of the sun. And so you've got the dark and the light and finding that source within ourselves, right? Finding that prime source within us and feel, you know, what, what allows us to do that is the pause. To, and that's what you're talking about, Margaret, is take some time. And that's why I love winter. And it's why I love this, the winter solstice and knowing more about the astrological meanings, because it really does help me prioritize time for quiet reflection this time of year. And that is, has over the years, that has proved to be so helpful for me. And when it's helpful for me, I get to be more helpful for others. Right. Yeah. And, and so, so this is, you know, and this is what the winter season um, asks us to do, to do uh, in the, um, a lot of the elders uh, in the spiritual family that, that I've been associated with for, for many, many years, we talk about this time of year as going under the blanket, you go under the blanket and you, uh, you start to discover the depths of the, the, the jewels, the deep gems and jewels that, that reside within. And, and you um, find that light from inside and start cultivating that light from inside. It's, and, and there's no need to apologize for taking that pause and for going internal and but and for not being out there in the world and interacting in the same way that you would in in midsummer right and and yes. and i think you know this is something that that we have in our in our society have gotten so far away from is we expect to be performing and acting the same uh no matter what the season, no matter what the, you know, no matter what the natural rhythms of life are. And so when we take the time and say, you know what, this is a sacred time to go inside of ourselves, right? And we take that pause, then when it's time for us to reemerge, we will reemerge with, with the the seed of light that has gestated into something uh, really, really beautiful. Well, and this is what, this is why people come to see me. This is exactly why people come to see me because when we don't honor our own natural rhythm and the rhythm around us, then we start, we're suppressing, we're suppressing emotions. 
Um, when we suppress emotions that stagnates and blocks energy in our body, it changes, we move further into stress that changes how our brain functions. Over long term, that starts changing how our organs and glands function. And pretty soon we have what I call the two by four method. And the two by four method is either severe illness, uh, 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 such a big stress in a relationship that it's blown up, right? Um, addiction can be any excessive energy or depression. Um, these are these are the results of not listening and not taking the time and not honoring the flow I'm in and the and, and how I'm influenced around me. And so you're right. It, it, our culture is push, push, push. Go, go, go. <laughs> achieve, achieve, achieve. And there's nothing wrong with achieving. And there's nothing wrong with pushing. But like our energy, it's all about balance because some, there are times when we have to push and we want to push. So there's some great energy in that. We're committed to pushing. and But we know when the push has become too much and we know how to adjust and what to create to support us rather than um, working against ourselves in the push. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of, of understanding symbolically um, what we're talking about here today, understanding the, the influence that our, that astrology has, understanding the influence of our energy fields and how they interact with our body and our, our psychology, our psyche. Um, that's the beauty of all of that is to create the balance. It's all about the yin and yang, right? The balance, the Tao. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and that reminded me also that to um, just mention that, you know, there's, if, if you uh, have um, Saturn in Aquarius in your natal chart, and um, if you're, if you are 20, 29 years old, you're uh, having your first Saturn return right now in Aquarius. And, and so this, these energies and the energies of, of this time and this conjunction are very powerful. Um, it's a very powerful time of transformation in your life. And if you're 58 years old, uh, you also are having uh, your, <clears throat> you're having your second Saturn return in Aquarius. And I actually um, know quite a bit about this, not just because I'm an astrologer, but because I have Saturn in Aquarius. <laughs> and, uh -huh. and so I am uh, in this moment as we speak, getting, you know, getting um, the benefit of Saturn returning to its natal position in my astrological chart. It's not quite there yet, but it, but very, very close and, and throughout this next couple of years. So any, any, so that's something that, that I always uh, feel really grateful for knowing about is, is the, how the planetary energies are working with me in my astrological chart. What does that mean for me? What does that mean for anyone with, uh, that's going through their Saturn return? That this is a time of, of restructuring and and we're we're right in line with the this you know moving into the age of aquarius and so i feel you know i feel honored and blessed to have that <laughs> at, at this time in my life that that i get to um, look at what's working and look at what's not working and let go of what's not working and and really 
build new systems and structures for the next uh, 28 years, for the next phase of my life. Um, and, and so I really you know, recommend that people know a little bit about what's going on uh, you know, in the heavens that relates to them personally. And I, you know, so I'm happy to look at people's astrological charts and help them to understand those uh, symbols as well as other symbols. Um, and I guess I, uh, my pitch for myself and my, my work would be, um, hey, come, come check out my website at www.spiritwolfhealingarts.com <laughs> and see if there's anything that's interesting for, for you there. Um, so it got, looks like we're ready for another break. I can't believe this. <laughs> Today is really flying. Yes, uh, so um, you're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are having a stimulating conversation about the winter solstice and what that means astrologically and symbolically. And I'm Marge Bow, and I'm with Margaret Miller. Margaret, I want to get into, because we're heading toward the end of the show here, I want to get into what listeners can actually do to support themselves at this time. You've already mentioned um, taking the quiet time, this the creating ceremony even today on the solstice to reflect on what we need to restructure, what we can let go of, what we can embrace differently going forward. Um, I would like to also um, throw in a couple of questions that, that people can ask themselves as they're doing this. And, and the first one I'm going to give you is, am I open to new ideas? Remember that, that the winter solstice is very closely linked with you know, the water element and also um, the crown chakra this time of year. And the crown chakra is, is about, you know, the shadow side of the, of the crown is about attachment. So this question of, am I open to new ideas is an important one. And you can look at, you can ask that about any area of your life. Am, am I open to new ideas in my work? Am I open to new ideas in the relationship? So you can break your life into all those parts and ask the same question. And a uh, second question is, do I trust my ability to receive new information and wisdom? Um, because sometimes we move into judgment 
about what we get or we doubt the information we're getting. And, and as we're learning symbolic sight, our rational mind comes in and tries to make sense of it in a different way. So letting that go and being more open to, okay, well, let's take a look at that. And what could that symbolize for me right now? Um, and then the, the last one I'm going to mention is, um, do I, and this ties in with what I'm talking about, do I accept myself as I am with love and gratitude? And the, the mantra of the crown chakra is I am. And the essential oil, I do love essential oils, and I only use um, doTERRA essential oils because I feel like they're the highest frequency oil. Anyway, frankincense is the oil of the crown chakra. And frankincense is the oil of truth. It's an amazingly complex, it has an amazingly complex chemistry that actually does so many different things. And it goes with every oil, uh, every, every other oil, um, just like the crown chakra illuminates or reaches every single chakra in, in the system, in our systems. The, true, the oil of truth or frankincense does the same thing. It touches so many parts of our body and our energy fields. And then, um, so you can bring, bring frankincense oil in. You can just put a couple of dabs on your hand and smell it. You can put a few drops on your crown where the crown starts, crown of your head. You can also diffuse it. And then a crystal that actually corresponds with, with the crown chakra and is a beautiful one. And the color violet, which is the color that resonates with crown, is the amethyst. And so this is a picture of a beautiful purple amethyst with some, lab, with, with some violet in there. It's a very nurturing, very soft energy to that crystal. And so bringing these aspects of nature in during your ceremony tonight can be a beautiful thing and a beautiful way of honoring this, this process of the winter solstice. Oh, thank you for contributing that. That's, uh, that's a really wonderful um, reminder for us to utilize, uh, you know, things from nature and anything that helps us to, um, to relax and go inward and bring our focus uh, into the internal, uh, the word that wanted to come in was, um, it reminds me of Carolyn Mace, who you um, mentioned earlier, uh, the interior castle, you know, coming in to the inside of ourselves and um, seeing what's there and, uh, you know, asking those questions um, because this, the energy of this particular time is saying, you know, you all you look at what, what has been done, look at how, what has been accomplished and um, be ready and open for the new to reveal itself as the sun is reborn from inside of ourselves, right? As, as we, um, are gestating that light within us and, um, you know, receiving ourselves with love and with gratitude. And I, I remembered that I didn't, I pulled several cards today, but the one that was resonating the most right now uh, comes from uh, the Lakota uh, sweat lodge cards. And it's um, 
called Neon, which is the spirit of man. And it's basically talking about that. It's talking about acknowledging that truth lives inside of us, that truth lives inside our being. <laughs> this is, you know, what you were talking yes. about with the crown and right. that, the, that the higher self is that truth within us and that we can trust it and that we can um, learn, you know, when we do learn through experience that we can, we can trust our inner knowing and, and the way that we do that is by being able to go inward and, and trust that. So, so I just, I, I really appreciate you Marge for, for um, being willing to play with, me on this show today and and really talk about ways that we can go into that depth of um and exploration of of what this time is what this winter solstice energy is well i appreciate you margaret and i love that that our willingness to open up to living a mystical life actually supported us in coming together having not known each other that long and having never worked together <laughs> and uh, be and moving into co-creating. Uh, it's a very magical place. And I am so very grateful that our paths crossed and that we're able to go into the next year to support others in stepping into that place and creating something new for all of us as themselves, right. as well as all of us. Right. Oh, and so I wanted to mention also, um, so next week, I would love it if you join us, um, we'll be talking uh, about uh, moving from uh, dissatisfaction uh, into vibrant living. And uh, what if, what if dissatisfaction is actually the catalyst for living a more vibrant life? What if what if our, uh, our angst, uh, it, you know, and, and these things that, that we're not satisfied within our lives or within ourselves, what if they are actually the catalyst for a more vibrant and um, vital life? And there we will be back at contrast, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> Once again. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> That's what we like to do. <laughs> So we're so grateful that you joined us today. I hope that everyone received something of value to them. So, and we'll see you next time. Yep. Happy solstice, everyone. Yeah. Wonderful. Happy solstice. <laughs>